Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Fresh is a horror movie that's on Hulu currently. I think it's a Hulu original, actually. A uh, movie that I had seen the poster for multiple times. Uh, must have been released a few months ago. Decided to check it out. Not a whole lot of movies out right now uh, available streaming-wise that really, that really piqued my fancy. So I decided to check out Fresh. Uh, and I enjoy horror movies. It's been a while since October, uh, which it's you know it's which is like the the best month for horror, I would say. Uh, so I decided to check it out. And this movie, I don't know if I could say it was good. I definitely enjoyed aspects of the movie, but there are things, there are parts of this movie that really take me out of what's going on that make me really not like this movie. The first 20 minutes of this film, every scene in the first 20 minutes, somebody is eating. There is eating going on in literally every scene for the first 20 minutes of this movie. And then towards the end of this movie, the audio is like makes such a point to like focus on the sounds of chewing the sounds of meat being processed just like for me anyway the most disgusting sounds like to me listening to somebody eat is one of the most disgusting things i can think of it makes my skin crawl it really makes me wish i had a gun so i could shoot a bullet directly through my head to end the hell that is listening to people eat I just cannot stand it. And this movie just relishes in those sounds that it, that of people just like chewing on meat and things. And it's just disgusting. Disgusting. And I'm sure possibly there's part of this movie where that is intentional. Um, not everybody has the issues that I have when it comes to listening to people eat. But uh, for some people, they don't have a problem with it. Some people love watching people eat. I guess it's one of those like cilantro type of a deals where some people taste like soap to other people just taste like cilantro. Uh, for me, didn't like it. Didn't like it. Uh, there's also like campy elements to this movie that really didn't fit. Like I understand the genre of horror well known for to delving into camp. Uh, this movie really is is taking a subject, filming it, and, and portraying it in, in what seems to be a very grounded way, trying to get real performances, trying to kind of illustrate real scenarios, quote-unquote. But there is some serious camp in this movie, and every time the camp shows up, it takes me out of the movie. Uh, so just problems, problems with it. But it's, it's, there's parts that I did like, like the, the whole intro to this movie. This movie takes about 30 minutes to set up the movie before we, as the audience, understand what the premise is of the movie. Obviously, if you've seen the poster, just a severed hand inside of like uh, a shrink wrap packaging that you would buy maybe some sausages in or some deli sliced bacon, you know, you have that shrink wrap on it, but it's a severed hand. 
Like, so you might you might get some ideas of what this movie is about. It's called Fresh. Uh, but I did enjoy the 30 minutes of setup that it had and then the opening credits. Uh, and the opening credits start when our main character... I'm going to spoil this movie, by the way. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it if you're into horror movies. There are probably aspects of it that are good, but... I don't think it's doing anything very special. I don't think it's necessarily that great of a movie. But uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody that might want to go see it. Uh, but the, the moment that this movie gets going, the moment that the, the credit sequence happens 33 minutes into this movie, is the moment where our lead character gets drugged. And I did appreciate the audio effects that they used to illustrate the effects of her being drugged uh she meets this guy right she's having problems meeting guys it's you know this movie starts she's going on a date uh you know one of the many scenes in the beginning of this movie where they're eating uh and it doesn't go well the dude's a complete asshole whatever whatever um you know she's going to her cardio kickboxing class with her best friend who's a lesbian who doesn't understand why she keeps getting attracted to all these men uh but then she finds somebody else she meets some guy in a grocery store he asks for her number kind of an awkward scene i didn't mind the acting so far i didn't you know the acting's fine in this movie i enjoyed it i enjoyed the the uh the way it's filmed i thought it was filmed great um so she gets this number from this guy that she met at the grocery store. She decides to go on a date, and the date ends up uh, leading to his place. Or no. Uh, yeah, it, it ends up hit, going to his place, and then they're like, oh, we should, we should go out for we should We should just go on a vacation together. We just met each other. We should go on a vacation together. And she texts her friend, and her friend's like, well, send me a pic because – you can only tell somebody who's going to do something bad to you by their picture. So she sends him a picture that she took of him while he's sleeping. And then you can kind of see his face. And she's like, oh, I guess, like, if he's cute, it's okay. Like, only, only cute people, only cute dudes that are cute are safe. Right? Ugly people, those are the, those are the rapists. Those are the ones we should be scared of. Which I thought was pretty stupid. This this whole thing of like, let me see a picture of him. Like, a picture of a guy is something that's going to illustrate the type of person he is by the way he looks. You want to talk about judging a book by the cover and only the cover. She only got to see about half of the cover. And she's like, I guess she didn't really. Her friend wasn't necessarily supportive of her going on this vacation out of town with this guy she just randomly met in a grocery store. She had like... They hit it off while having a bunch of alcohol because it's really hard to bond with somebody when you're drinking a bunch of alcohol. Eating a bunch of cherries, too, because that's part of that first uh, 20 minutes of constant eating in this. It was constant eating until the sex scene, which technically started with him saying he wanted to eat her. Which is kind of a double entendre, right? He wants to have oral sex with her. But then also, when you find out what the premise of this movie is, that he's basically running a HelloFresh, hey, title of the movie, a HelloFresh type of business to cannibals, where he drugs women and then chops them up and sends their meat off into nice 
freeze-packed packages to the people that are rich enough to afford uh, the bodies of these people. And then, as an additional thing, you know, throws in a little knickknacks, a little bio of the people that they're, they're going to eat. Right? The premise is interesting. It's an interesting premise. Probably something that I would not be surprised if, actually, if, if it actually existed. Right? If we found out in five years that uh, Mark Zuckerberg was a member of this cannibalism, HelloFresh type of a service, it would not at all be surprising. It would not at all be surprising if Elon Musk was a member of this same kind of cannibalism you know, service, food delivery service. Wouldn't be surprising at all. So I enjoyed the premise. I enjoyed the acting. I thought the casting was good. Daisy Edgar Jones plays the lead, the the woman who gets drugged. You have Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier, who's there playing. He's he's a he's supposed to be a doctor, but they really should have written him as a butcher because he is not doing very much doctor stuff. Aside from, I mean, a butcher would be. A, a much better type of a, a character uh, job for this guy because he'd be good at chopping up the bodies, right, as a butcher would, which be able to identify the different cuts of meat and all that kind of stuff, but also would make more sense that he is has a passion for cooking. Like, the doctor aspect of it is very, I don't know, it, it didn't, didn't fit as much as somebody who would, would have been a butcher. Um but I did appreciate the moment where she gets drugged. It's like got that like it's almost like you're listening through a fan. It's got that like kind of a effect to it, which you know, if you've ever been close to passing out, you know, it's uh or done a lot of heavy meditation, uh chanting, like you you'll you'll kind of have that same audio effect that happens. Um, so I appreciated that, that aspect of it, right? She gets passed out. She wakes up. She's in a room, chained to a room. Uh, you know, one of many films that feature a woman chained up. You know, you have the, the classic films like Star Wars, uh, the, the second, I mean, the, I guess technically the sixth Star Wars, where Princess Leia is chained up. You got Black Snake Moan with Samuel Jackson. You got... Uh, What's another one? There was another one. There's, oh, uh, uh, Martyrs, that French horror film. All three of those film better than this one. Better than this film. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear The Many Faces, original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials, made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash tmfmerch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS. TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMFmerch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now, back to our show. Uh, but she wakes up, she's chained to a thing, you know, and uh, she finds out that she's going to be chopped meat, basically. Uh, and then you see kind of this guy prepping the boxes to be sent off to his clients. Uh, there's also other prisoners that seem massively chill with the situation that they're in. Like, our main character is talking to another woman who's 
in imprisoned in a room right next to hers. They have zero issue talking to each other and are speaking very calmly and chilled out considering the situation they're in. There's a few times where like they cry and stuff like that. But for the most part, they are communicating like they're two old friends at a coffee shop having a little chit chat. There's not like this kind of sense of, oh, oh we're, we're going to die, this impending doom kind of a feel to it. Um, so that I didn't have, I didn't like. There's like these dance scenes, like music comes up, like even when he's prepping, like cutting, there's a scene where he gets a leg out of a, a freezer and he's going to chop up the leg meat to 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 you know vacuum seal and send off and there's a song playing and he's dancing because he loves his job like campy campy there's multiple dance scenes in this movie that are campy and every time it just takes me out it's like trying to turn this grounded thing into like it, it just feels very tonally off like they didn't know what kind of movie they wanted to make the ending of this movie feels like a ton of stuff was cut out because there are aspects of the ending of this movie that make no sense whatsoever. No sense whatsoever. But we're not at the end yet, right? Because what happens is this, this uh, Noah, who is the name of uh, Daisy Edgar Jones, uh, who is the captive, right? Uh, she tries to escape, you know, she's does her best at her first attempt to try to escape. And as a punishment, uh, the good old Dr. Steve, uh, takes her ass. Another very campy aspect to this. He took her ass, right? But then scenes past this, she has no problem sitting down for a dinner, for a meal. She has no problem dancing, just getting boogied, getting jiggy with it in the living room. When she's trying to like put on, you know, trying to to gain some trust from this guy, just it's just stupid. It's just stupid. The fact that he took her ass, and then the fact that she, it, it throughout the rest of the movie, aside from the fact that she's like laying down in a room and kind of crawling places as if her ass is gone, but then having zero problems sitting down for a meal, having zero problems dancing around the living room. It's like okay okay it's just like it's just like this movie wanted to do a lot of things and they just didn't fit together like they had puzzle pieces that didn't really go together but they wanted them to go together so bad that they just got a hammer and smashed those two puzzle pieces together it's what this movie feels like so much of right but of course so like her friend knows that she's kind of gone missing she she's like kind of like you know she's she's not as trusting about this guy that noah is right because she's clearly it's not smart to just go away somewhere with the guy you just met like you just met nobody knows you, you neither of them know each other you don't have any like connection to anybody where they go there's no cell phone service whatever so she's like she's she her friend is like she's concerned and she's she she's she knows something's up so she's trying to do her investigating she goes to the bar where they met because she knows the bartender but he doesn't want to give her information later on he gives her some information she does a check like noah supposedly sent her this this picture of a waterfall that's supposed to be where they're they're hanging out at this 
this place and then she does a, a reverse image search and finds it's just a generic photo that's used in a brochure for like this this area so she knows that's bullshit so she knows some things are bullshit she finds a a, a facebook page she goes to like somehow finds the house you know because she finds the facebook page of this guy who has a family he's married he has kids they took all of these pictures of this house that they bought which is from the pictures clearly shows where they're living so she has no problem going to track down this house and talk to this woman um and that stuff's fine it's like okay yeah she's she's locked up her friend is trying to save her there's going to be a scene where her friend finds the place and then there's going to be this battle thing not really not really like she goes to the 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 house where the wife is and the wife is like into it like she's playing along but like the wife knows her husband is chopping up women and selling the meat to these rich people right she knows that but then she invites this other person in to have a chat to to sit down and have a chat not just like telling them to get away or like if she wants this other person to be got like they don't do like even when he shows up to the house where uh molly is her friend right her her black friend that's a lesbian right she shows up molly goes to this guy's house steve's house to his wife's where his wife is has this conversation with his wife where she's like i don't know i didn't know that i don't think it's him like you and she shows him the picture of half of his face like i don't think that's him you know like a wife that's like clearly not concerned about her husband cheating on her like really just not even at all considering that a possibility which is weird because clearly the wife knows but that like they're trying to get her out of there they're trying to put on this act to molly that they are not the people that she's looking for and it's not until molly calls noah's phone and the phone is ringing inside of steve's pocket do steve and his wife decide to catch her like how are you playing this like this family like if if you want molly to be the next person on the butcher block then why didn't the wife just drug her when given the opportunity when she gave her a drink why didn't steve when he got home not do something immediately like how they wanted to play it was to like gaslight molly into thinking it's not that she's got the wrong house and that's how they want to play it until she until she finds out that uh, she got busted or he, Steve got busted with Noah's phone. So I, I, it's like, oh, OK, whatever. And before she went to the house, she did something smart, right? She, she sent her buddy, the bartender, Paul. She sent him uh, her her location. He, she texted him her location. Smart. She's like, just in case anything happens, this is where I'm at or she goes disappearing takes paul a few days to go paul is the most worthless character in this entire movie and makes and is the reason why i think they completely changed the ending because the end of this movie right you have there at steve's this other house this other location this mansion like the family doesn't live in the mansion that's just where he 
holds all of these people that he's slowly cutting off limbs to send. Right? He wants to keep them alive. Which apparently amputation, taking an ass muscle out of somebody, like all of these things are very like safe to do. Like there's zero complications in his business strategy. But Paul goes to this mansion. Right? He f- he finds out I forget how he even finds the mansion because her thing isn't even her location was sent from the other house. But he finds this location. We're like, okay, Paul is going to be the one that saves the day because at this point, Molly's already been captive, captive, which which Noah doesn't know, but somehow has no like is not surprised at all when she finds her later. But Molly's captive there. Noah's captive there. Noah's trying to play her game and trying to get Steve to trust her so that she can escape again. For some reason, Steve is very open to trusting her. But Paul goes to this house. And he's like, oh, this is stupid. This is stupid. And then he hears gunshots. And then he just leaves. Like a character that did not need to exist in this movie, does nothing for this movie, drives to this mansion, hears gunshots, and then it's like, fuck this, I'm out. Just not not even existing in, like, had no point of this to be there. No point for him to be there. No point for him to be in this movie at all. He does nothing. Does nothing. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. But, but Noah's trying to do this thing where she's like, she gets a note in a magazine, right? Because not only are the people that are captive very chill about their conversations and about their, their situation, but they're, they can easily pa- are passing messages through magazines, which is whatever. So Noah gets this thing. He's like, he trusts you. Use that. Use that as your, your strength or whatever. So she's trying... Noah's trying to act like she's into cannibalism. So then Steve is making her these dinners. There's a dance scene, which is stupid, where they're both dancing, even though she has no ass. She's sitting down for dinner, even though she has no ass. We're hearing in, 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 in like high-fidelity detail the sounds of them chewing on this meat. But shit happens where they're like she like convinces Steve enough to allow her to like 
they're going there's a, a sex scene is about to happen and then noah's going down she bites his dick off smishes smashes toothpaste in his eyes which i don't know how she got the toothpaste just all of a sudden she has toothpaste on her to smash into his eyes after she bites his dick off but whatever she bites his dick off she ends up getting out of the room right locking the room she somehow knows exactly where her friend is even though at no point in this movie did it show she was even aware that her friend molly was there but she goes into one room and molly's there and she's not at all surprised it's like hey molly what's up and then they go into the other room to uh penny who she's been having these conversations with who has like who's lost her her calf one of her one of her legs you know it's been amputated and it's like they 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 start to get out and of course Steve breaks free and there's this fight scene in the kitchen and she and Steve ends up getting knocked out or whatever they just walk away they're just like oh that's enough that's enough he he's he's asleep that's good enough let's just go meanwhile like scenes before that they spent detail of Noah like surveying the area when she's being invited to go have dinner, it's like, oh, there's the living room. There's the kitchen. Oh, close up. There's all of the knives that are just right there in the kitchen that you can just pull off the wall. And you got all of these knives to, to fight. And they were in the kitchen during this fight. He gets knocked out in the kitchen. If I'm there, right, and the guy that just kidnapped me, kidnapped my best friend, kidnapped my new friend that i'm i'm cool with because we were both captors who took my ass muscle if i'm in that kitchen and that motherfucker's knocked out i'm getting a goddamn butcher knife and i'm chopping his head off i am removing his head from his body i'm going to make sure that i guarantee his life is no longer present i'm not going to be oh knocked out that's good enough not even for the fact that movies, horror movies, it's like a horror movie trope, right? Like Halloween, big example of that, right? So many opportunities where she just let, leaves the knife uh, next to a, a, a knocked out Michael Myers instead of killing him, making sure he's dead, right? This is a situation where they know he's, he's not like some supernatural evil guy. He's just a doctor who's knocked out. And it's like they have an opportunity to just make sure, make sure. One of those three characters should have had the wherewithal to make sure he's dead. But no, none of them do anything. And, and they just run out. And of course, he gets a gun. And he's shooting, just randomly shooting everywhere doesn't know where they are he's just outside shooting and that's the moment where our bartender's like oh i gotta get out of here who does nothing the most worthless character in this whole movie and then the wife shows up and there's clearly like the wife is the one who is the like part of the actual business that's going on like, that's what it seems like, because she is very calm about this whole thing. She's there with some other person that's 
just some random person that shows up that's like helping her where she's at this mansion and she's seeing all the the destruction that's happened from their fighting and from this stuff and they see like uh steve finally finally gets killed right there's another fight scene outside in the woods and he finally gets killed and then she pretends to be all broken up about it so she can try and kill noah again it's just like the the wife character feels like there was more to it the whole paul thing bartender thing seems like there should have been more to his story because it makes no sense why he's in this movie at all and it's just i don't know there's like the end of this movie the very very end of this movie is like they're all alive in the, the woods but they still have no like they still need help and the movie ends with one of the phones like there's a scene where the, she finds noah sees all of the different phones from all the women that have been captured right and they're in this like cubby hole behind a painting or whatever and on their exit she grabbed all these phones right to hopefully call for help and you see one of these phones just on the ground in the woods, which apparently all these phones are unlocked and and charged. Uh, but one of the one of the phones gets a text from uh, it's like one of those things where you get a text and you don't have their number. But, you know, Siri or whoever is like, uh, I think this movie, this text is from uh, Chad and it's a it's a booty call text you up text and that's how they get saved it's not from paul like this movie whoever wrote this movie paul was already out in the woods it could have been a situation where he's like oh fuck there's shooting going on and as he's driving away he sees them run into the road and he's like ah here you go i'll save you like effortless like minute writing but that never happens like paul just leaves he never does anything at all in this movie and it's some guy, Chad, apparently, who is going to be the one uh, who saves them because he was calling for a booty call. And this is all supposed to be like a horror movie that makes women scared about going on dates, which is like, if you're a stupid person, right, you have to have some, you like, just because, like, I don't know if you're a stupid person and something bad happens to you you have to have some self you have to be responsible for yourself on some level not that Steve is a good guy but like maybe don't go on a vacation with a guy that you spent one night with like even like you had a one night stand you had a one night stand and then what you're going to go on a vacation you're going to spend a weekend together out on out somewhere like if if you're doing that, if you're making those decisions with their life, and it turns out that the guy that you're you're sweet on, because he's cute, he's cute, so he must be safe. If he becomes, if he ends up being a, a guy who's running the Hello Fresh of cannibalism, then yeah, that's kind of on you. I didn't really feel that bad for her. So anyway, Fresh, like it's an interesting story, interesting premise. No need for the camp. No need for that. Maybe pretend like after she gets her ass removed that it's actually painful to 
dance and and sit to have dinner and all these things like maybe remember that that was part of something you wrote into the script maybe give your your bartender if you're going to make this a character that does stuff maybe give him something to do at all in the movie i don't know like i, I did like the way it was shot the audio effects, like, even though they, they drove, they were like nails on a chalkboard. Considering it's a horror movie, I can kind of understand, and it's a horror movie about cannibalism. It, it makes sense that, like, they, most of this, the beginning of this movie, every scene, they're eating. But, they, like, the writing, bad. The screenplay, bad. The director tried, let me see, is please don't be the same. So the writer is Lauren Kahn, who wrote, no, part additional crew. Abiza, never, never seen it. Uh, and then a bunch of short films. So Abiza was the first movie, fresh. Uh, and then looks like some more. Some more short films she's doing. And then Mimi Cave was the director who also did, uh, I guess this is the directorial debut, mostly a lot of music videos. So, I don't know. I enjoyed, I, I mean, as a directing, I, I thought it was good. From a writing standpoint, bad bad so anyway it's on hulu it's an, an original i should have known better not the most quality content gets put on hulu uh at least original stuff uh so if you're looking to check it out if maybe some of that stuff is interesting maybe you want to watch it to prove me wrong uh go check out fresh on hulu i would not say it's fresh i would say if, if this was a rotten tomato meter this would be rotten there's aspects that are good. That's the thing. It's like I can understand a movie that's like tr making big swings and failing, and, and that's why it's not good. This is just like fundamentally there are issues with this movie. Uh, and it makes me sad because there there's aspects of it that I really did enjoy. Uh, so anyway, Fresh, it's on Hulu. I wouldn't watch it. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.